Welcome to the Creative Entrepreneur Podcast, where mindset and marketing meet purpose, passion, and profits. I'm Bob Baker, and if you're a creative entrepreneur or someone who runs a heart-centered business, you're in the right place. To get a free collection of sample chapters from my books and audiobooks, just pay a quick visit to promoteyourcreativity.com. That's promoteyourcreativity.com. Now, enjoy the episode. Hey, it's Bob Baker here saying welcome to part four of 30 Ways to Become an Empowered Artist. I hope you're enjoying the series so far. And most likely you know by now that this series is part of a month-long fan funding campaign that I'm running for a new book that I will be publishing called The Empowered Artist. But it's much more than a book. It's really, it's a mission. It's a, a movement. Why a movement? Well, to be honest, I'm kind of grown sick and tired of musicians and artists and writers and performers and creative people of all kinds being treated as second-class citizens, not only by other people, but especially by themselves. So I'm on a mission to restore artists and creative people of all kinds to their proper status as valuable citizens who make the most incredible contributions to culture and society, and on and on, but don't get me started on that. If you're watching this before July 2nd, 2014, then please check out the link below this video or somewhere on the page where you can find out how you can support this movement and this fan funding campaign for my new book. I would really appreciate that. So let's get to the meat of part four. So in part two, I talked about the importance of honing your craft and woodshedding and getting excellent and gaining mastery or as close to it as you can come uh, with your craft. In part three, I talked about allowing time to find your voice or your signature style. So related to those two things, but yet it's different enough that I wanted to dedicate a whole segment to it, is a concept that I refer to as being prolific, especially when it comes to your public output of what I'll call content. And content is basically anything that you produce, anything visual, uh, written word, whether it's for sale or free as a promotional thing, uh, just anything that you do is the content that you create. And so to be a truly empowered artist, when it comes to getting your stuff out there, you really need to be prolific. Now, again, this may seem like it ties into the, you know, hone your craft thing, but honing your craft and woodshedding and all that stuff, that can be done in private or in public. Uh, I tend to be uh, wanting to get my stuff out there sooner rather than later, so I probably err on the side of rushing stuff out. More on that later in an upcoming segment. Um, but you can woodshed and workshop things that you don't display publicly. That's all part of your craft, and you should do that. But when you start to step out into the world and share your gifts, you really sort of have to bombard the marketplace or your target audience with a volume of your work. Now, sure, there are exceptions to this. There's like the novelist that you know only puts out a new book every decade or something, and everybody sits in anticipation of it. But for the most part, the most successful people put out a volume of stuff. I've interviewed a ton of people over the years in all fields, and one consistent thing is I see that they flood the marketplace with their work. Like some of the most successful visual artists that I know, they just have hundreds and hundreds of pieces of their work out online. Google their names and it's just an amazing volume of work. 
For the past year or so, I've been doing this interview series called The Creative Entrepreneur, and a couple of people that I interviewed come to mind here. One is Jeff Goins. He's a blogger and a writer from the Nashville area, and in his first year of getting serious about blogging, he put out like 300 blog posts on his own website, did like 100 guest posts. Joel Freelander went online as a book designer and wanted to be sort of an advocate for the self-publishing movement. He blogged every day, I mean literally seven days a week for like two or three years. Uh, But what he did in the process is he made a name for himself. He became the go-to expert on his topic. In the podcasting world, there's a guy named John Lee Dumas who is kind of sort of the poster boy for podcasting success. Uh, He publishes something called Entrepreneur on Fire, and he started right out of the gate publishing a new interview every day, seven days a week. He just didn't dabble in it. He got serious about it and just flooded the market with his product. And I've seen the same principle at work time and time again, no matter what the creative industry. Let's take like successful independent like fiction authors who will have bestsellers not only in the Kindle store, but some of them on the New York Times bestseller list. And a lot of them will say the best thing that they can do to market themselves is to put out another book. They can just crank out book after book. So if you're a musician, the best thing you can do is write and record and release another song or a new album or these days an EP, a short album of maybe four or five songs. If you're a writer, crank out another blog post, another article, another ebook. Another person I interviewed is a uh, painter from Chicago named Tom Fedro, and he paints like one or two new paintings a day. He sells like 350 of them a year. I mean, what an amazing output. If you're an actor, do a lot of plays or indie films. If you're a photographer, take and post a ton of photos. You get the idea here. And again, let me point out that this refers to both like paid uh, stuff that you create, like your books or a workshop or your paintings or whatever the case may be. But it also goes for the free promotional content that you distribute around the Internet. It could be how-to videos that you post on YouTube or blog posts or maybe you do your own podcast. So this applies to both the paid stuff that you uh, make available to the public and the free stuff just to spread the word about you. And this is something I can totally relate to. I have been fairly prolific in my life. I mean, tons of blog posts and podcasts and video clips, several books, ebooks, online courses. I mean, it's just a ton of stuff. It's so funny because I'll beat myself up because I think I could, you know, if I was more disciplined, I can get even more stuff out. But people look at my output and go, wow, that's a lot of stuff, Bob. And often I hear people say, I see you everywhere. Now, literally, I'm not everywhere, but I am in a lot of the places where my target audience is. And when I do my artwork, I'm sort of like a little frantic about it. That Those are my paintings on the wall behind me. But often I'm working on like three paintings at a time. And I don't have the patience to like spend three months on a masterpiece. You know, I would, I'm always looking for ways to get more stuff out quickly. How can I get the effect that I'm looking for in a faster method and still have quality and feel good about it? And I know that may not work for everyone, but I like to err on the side of being prolific and getting more stuff out the door. Whatever you create, just challenge yourself to get more of it out into the world. And that will help you reach more people. It'll help you, you know, in the honing of your craft and finding your voice. It's okay if you haven't found that specific thing yet. You know, just get it out there and get feedback. So I think you get the idea here. The concept is be prolific. Don't just dabble in this stuff. And I'll put out something once a month, a little whenever I feel like it. No, just challenge yourself to bombard the marketplace, bombard your life with getting a volume of stuff out there and you'll benefit in so many ways. 
So what do you think about this? Does this work for you? Have you had times when you were prolific and cranked out a lot of stuff and other times when it was more of a struggle? How did you deal with that? What seemed to work better for you? Wherever you're watching this, there should be a way to leave a comment somewhere on the page here. Also, if you like this video series, please share it. Share it on Twitter and Facebook and wherever social media sharing is allowed, please spread the word, not only about the video series here, but also about the fan funding campaign. I would love for you to let other creative people know about this movement and about this video series. That would really help me out. So again, if you happen to catch this video or audio before July 2nd of 2014, click the link to find out more about how you can support the Empowered Artist uh, book launch and movement. Uh, after that, please click the link anyway because I'll let you know how things are progressing. This is not just a one-month thing. I plan on making this maybe the purpose of the remainder of my years here on the planet. So please join me in that effort. All right, thanks for watching and listening. I'll be back tomorrow with part five. This is Bob Baker saying so long for now.